the best place to work, according to uh, Fortune magazine, and you'd think they would know. Best uh, companies? Uh, yeah. Or is it like well, slaughterhouse, golf course, that sort of thing? Yeah. Let me make it sure I... The world's best workplaces. Okay, interesting. That's different than working the best place company to work for. Wow, I'm going to grab a pen and paper and take some notes. Number one's so right. Get out of this dump. So no, it might be you might be staring at their building right now as you listen to us. There's a hint. Huh? Huh? Interesting. Stay tuned. What? Okay, so a <laughs> couple of headlines here, a couple of stories that are not for the squeamish. One is the story around the globe. One is not. According to the New York Times, that is quoting Turkish officials, you should take what Turkish officials say with a grain of curry or salt. With a wishbone of salt. It's Turkey. His killers were waiting when Jamal Khashoggi walked into the Saudi consulate in Istanbul two weeks ago. I'm here for my marriage license. It gets considerably darker before you make any more of your funny, funny jokes. Mm. They severed his fingers during an interrogation and later beheaded and dismembered him, according to the details from audio recordings published in the Turkish news media on Wednesday. It was all over within a few minutes. The recording suggested a senior Turkish official confirmed the details that were published in the pro-government daily newspaper. So you got the pro-government daily newspaper describing what was on this alleged audio. That he sent out through his Apple phone. That is one I mean, explanation. His, his Apple heard. Watch. So he turned on his Apple Watch when he realized he was being apprehended and broadcast his own torture and uh, uh, and murder. Yes. Well, that's a hell of an interesting story if it's true. Now, originally, uh, I they was... They also quote the... Uh, the consul there, the head guy at the consulate, is saying, do this outside, you'll put me in trouble. I was thinking, why would you torture the guy? Nobody's going to ever hear about this, so it's not a deterrent to others. Okay, if they were interrogating him, if they thought he, you know, who did you tell blank? Right. Okay, that would explain it. The Consul said, do this outside, you're going to get me in trouble. And one of the agents replied, quote, if you want to live when you come back to Saudi Arabia, shut up. According to both the official and the newspaper. God, they play such hardball in in so much of the rest of the world. All of this is alleged, but it could certainly be true. As they cut off Mr. Khashoggi's head and dismembered his body, a doctor of forensics who had been brought along for the dissection and disposal had some advice for the others, according to the the Turkish official. Listen to music, he told them, as he put on headphones himself. That was what he did to ease the tension when doing such work, the official said, describing the contents of the audio recording. Well, yeah, see, the... Once he's dead, after that, to me, it's just, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't have that much feeling about things after they're dead. Well, yeah, I would agree. Okay, um, if, the show gross, co- but, if the show collectively ever has to get rid of a body, I know what your job yeah, is. Yeah, I could do that. Wouldn't bother me. <laughs> would you listen um, to music? But the, the torturing and killing, that's, that's pretty freaking awful. No, Marshall would do Barbaric. that. Barbaric! <laughs> Marshall would do that. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, my God. Marshall. That's gross. Maybe the man. gentlest soul I've ever known. So and there's yeah. another one of these stories? Well, yes. You said you have two stu- stories that aren't for the squeamish. Right. That was just one of them. But this one is one you need to hear, particularly if you are a man violating the vows of your marriage. 
hurting anyone or killing them is never cool. Unless it's in self-defense. A 43-year-old Iowa City woman, these are your people, Jack, has been charged with homicide after detonating plastic explosives in her cheating husband's anus. Hmm. She mined him. How did she do that? Um, Is he a willing participant? (laughs) No, I don't believe so. Her her husband had been having an affair for several years with a 24-year-old woman. He'd met online through a sugar daddy website. God, I can't believe people do that. I would just assume, even if even if I was the kind of guy that would do it, I would just assume you end up meeting a couple of big Russian dudes who chop you into pieces and take your car when you try to go to one right. of those websites. Right. <laughs> I just assume that's what's going to happen. A search of her computer reveals she purchased a small qual- quantity of plastic explosives from a site on the dark web. We believe she drugged her, drugged her husband with sleeping pills to sedate him so she could put her plan into action and into him. And he's okay? Good Lord, no. Oh. No. He's with God now. That's rough. Yeah. Wow. Well, she's a murderer is what she is. Oh, yeah. She's absolutely a murderer. That's a new one, though. Yeah. If that's that's been done before, I haven't heard about it. It's Uh, escaped me. Check out the movie Man on Fire with Denzel Washington. Are you sure I want to? It's a good movie. Okay. It's a good flick. Yeah. All right. So Stephen Hawking has written his final book. It's the bad people. Well, good. Happening to bad people is all right. Yeah. I like that better. Stephen Hawking has written his final book. It's called There Is No God. Is that the name of it? No, the the name of it is Brief Answers to the Big Questions. And the headline that is making the rounds is There Is No God. But actually, when you read it, it's more complicated than that, and it's misleading. But the thing that he says that's most interesting, and he died uh, back in March and didn't finish his book, and now his wife finished it for him. That's always a bit of a question mark for me. Yeah. Often it's a son or I'm not cool with that. Relative. It's like Jimi Hendrix's wife is still putting out albums. Yeah. Um, uh, but he also says there are forms of intelligent life out there, which I think you almost have to be a weird narcissist crazy person to say there's not, given the uh, infinity of the universe. And and please don't send us carefully chosen Bible verses. It's okay if you disagree. Um, the Bible! That's right, Mr. President. He says in his book, traveling back in time can't be ruled out according to our present understanding of physics. Wow, traveling back in time. I, I, I couldn't, I can't even come close to understanding that. But beyond understanding how you do it, I just don't understand how it could be done without... You know, well, you know the obvious problems. Oh yeah, unleashing uh, some sort of bizarre altered chain of events. That... If somebody goes back in time and snuffs George Washington, right, as a young man, what For happens? Instance, I'd like to go back to my senior year of high school. I was pitching. I was playing baseball, and I was pitching, and it was the last inning of a very close game. And I hung a curveball, and this dude, who was like the best player in our conference, he hit the ball so far. I think it still may be in motion. And I'd like to go back and throw him a fastball. <laughs> See, I would go back to last Tuesday and not eat all those donuts I ate. <laughs> That's what I would do if Some I had would a time lunch with Jesus. <laughs> Library of Alexandria, the no, pe- no, no, no. Pe- no, Roman Empire. It's in ancient Greek. What are you going to do? Flip through it and look at the pictures, Sean? Stink. Wish I hadn't eaten all those donuts. <laughs> and Stephen Hawking says in his final book, within the next hundred years, we will be able to travel anywhere in the solar system. Now that is intriguing. I can believe that. 
The solar really? system. Yeah, the nine planets. And he went and, to, well, that's a long way out there, dude. Yeah. yeah. How do you, what do you say, the next generation? Within the next, yeah, within 20 years. No, within the next 100 years. Oh, 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 yeah. We'll be able to travel anywhere in the solar system. That's just amazing to me. I don't know if I can believe that. And then where was the main thing I wanted to get to? What I don't know that, that Tesla with the uh, with the fake dummy in it. It's oh. probably all almost a Pluto by now. Oh, there you go. Uh, and this was it. What's the best workplace? The fake dummy, as Court- opposed to a real dummy. That's me. According to Fortune <laughs> magazine, what's the Touché. best? What's the world's best workplace? Yeah, I want to hear that. I'll just hit you with number one because I'm not sure I buy their criteria. That's a trouble I have with all lists. Whenever I look at their criteria, I always think, well, that's crap. Mm. But anyway, uh, best workplace in the entire world, right there at the big building, Salesforce in San Francisco. I'll be danged. Uh, and it's got 30, you know, Salesforce has, maybe you don't know this, 32,000 employees in Australia, Canada, France, Germany, India, Ireland, Japan, Singapore, the Netherlands, United Kingdom, and here. So it's a very big company all over yeah. the world. Yeah. But here's why it is the best place, the best workplace in the world. There's a sense of inspiration that comes from the leadership taking strong positions on social issues. Oh, man. Right. Oh, come on. I was into this. You mean strong positions that you agree with on social issues? Yeah, those who are sitting angrily silent knowing that that 40% maybe of the workforce needs to keep its mouth shut or else be berated and excluded and drummed out. They're not that thrilled. Right. So, and remember, sixty forty is a landslide every single time in oh, politics. Oh yeah, that's, so it's that's a drubbing. Entirely possible. But the ratios so, are someone like that. So anyway, if you find that a, a cool workplace, that's that's awesome. Hmm? How about we all do our jobs to the best of our ability and, and make a little money, then go home at the end of the day? I have no interest whatsoever any company I've ever worked for what their positions are on social issues. But that's that's really revealing, though, about people's identities, how they see themselves, the the role of work in our lives, the work life balance, the rest of it. You've opened the door, Jack, the door to inquiry. Most of the career advice you've gotten in your life might be wrong. Maybe we'll get to that at some point. Find the the, the biggest guy in your new office and punch him right in the face. No, no, that, that's that's if you end up in prison. Oh shoot! Not your first new job. Oh no! No. no. I wish I'd. You've known. been doing that your first job. Yeah. I wish I'd known that. <laughs> you owe some apologies your, to people. Your first day on every job. That's what I do. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. You I know love. all these things. I mean, I'm not a baby. Yes. He's not a baby because a baby wets his own bed. Hey, now. Now, Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Oh, shut up! <laughs> I just... Still the dossier jokes? Yeah, well, certainly got a howl out of the audience, didn't it? Speaking this is of- what he does for a living. Speaking of that sort of thing, this is huge news if it's true. Robert Mueller is re- Mueller Mueller is reportedly expected to present his findings 
of his investigation into Russian interference right after the midterm election, which is three weeks away. There's no collusion. Look, there's no collusion. Now, the, the is it true is the thing. Blo- Bloomberg News is the only place that's reporting this, and everybody's reporting on Bloomberg News. But they are citing a pair of unidentified U.S. officials, which is as vague as vague. Can it could be a, a, a postal worker and a park ranger. The officials, that would be funny, man. If I'm a park ranger, I'm saying, listen, I'm a U.S. official, and I'm, uh, I'm here to tell you, uh, Trump got in a fist fight with General Mattis last night. <laughs> Gotta go back. <laughs> I got to get back to the uh, Oval Office. <laughs> um, I think the reporters know who the official is. One they of the, just don't say. One of the officials told the news outlet that the findings are related to whether Trump's campaign colluded with Russia and if Trump obstructed justice during the probe, which, of course, are the big things. Um, and they didn't give any other details about what they know. So, you know, that could be complete crap. Could be a couple of officials shooting their mouths off. So is the report that it's done and he's sitting on it until after that, or that it's sh- it's expected to be wrapped up to be released at that point? I don't think it's specified. I suspect it's the former, just because yeah, the Department too. of Justice has regulations about not unleashing big stuff that is politically exposed. Unless you're James Comey. Exactly. Uh, within uh, 60 days of uh, an election or something like that. I don't know the chapter and verse of it, but that's long and short. They try oh, to yeah, I mean, you, you can't, you, you can't, <laughs> you can't drop that bomb right before everybody goes and votes. You just right. can't do that. Yeah, that would America, be uncool. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> that's a good point. That is a good point. You couldn't day before the election come out and say we've reopened the investigation into Hillary Clinton. <laughs> For instance, uh, you know, uh, if I could find the right reporter, maybe I could be that reporter. I'd have a source who, like, inspects chicken farms for the federal government, and I would call him a highly placed federal source and say, hey, listen, what do you think happened with that guy who disappeared, that Saudi guy? And my chicken inspector guys say, yeah, but they pulled his eyelids off, and I would run with that. A highly placed federal official told me. You inspect chicken farms. Exactly. In Nebraska. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm a federal chicken. But you are a federal, federal official. <laughs> I am indeed. Speaking of uh, unknown uh, people in quantities, as we were a moment or two ago, this is clearly a good thing and an important thing. I'm going to read you the name of the, this, this case. Which is generally like uh, people versus uh, Armstrong, or yeah, exactly, state of California versus all that's good and decent. Um, <laughs> this is state of California, uh, state of Wisconsin, the Doe John unknown male with matching deoxyribonucleic acid DNA profile at general locations DSS twelve thirteen fifty eight, and then it's a long, long series of numbers. That's the defendant. There was just enough spit on the back of the nine-cent stamp that he mailed a threatening and racially tinged letter to a Hispanic judge. It's actually the county's first Hispanic judge. Um, after a really controversial decision, so this was a, a, a nasty, nasty and threatening um, uh, piece of mail. It's worth pointing out from a, a left-winger who uh, the the... I'm sorry. No, it wasn't. It was from a right winger. It's one of these double reverse things because the judge had just struck down a law that gutted collective bargaining rights for public employees, resulting in praise from unions and piles of hate mail from others. 
So anyway, they're a nut. Whatever they do not know who this guy is, but they got his DNA. They could they could nail down it was him that licked the stamp yeah. anyway. And you're getting this in sex crimes too. He used a stamp, so he's over seventy five, right? <laughs> And he licked it as opposed to getting a little water on his finger or something like that. So ugh. so he's hard of tasting. You don't lick your stamps? No, absolutely not. It's disgusting. I licked my stamps. I worked in a mail room once. Um, for, well, I worked in a mail room baby. It's a Bob Dylan song. <laughs> what song? Or is it, He didn't work in the mail room. He drives a mail truck. Ah, okay. It's totally different. Um, the first threat on the judge's life came in close with an L.A. Times newspaper clipping that detailed the murders of two Mexican politicians, suggesting that the judge may be next. The second came in closed with an advertisement for dentures, suggesting that the judge may be losing his teeth soon, or perhaps worse. Teeth in his gums? <laughs> what do you mean, perhaps worse? Um, so, anyway... Uh, they are now, at least in Wisconsin, I don't know the state of the law around the country. I would certainly hope that you can indict somebody based on their DNA. If, for instance, you know, there's DNA at a, a rape or, or a murder. So how close could you get through the whole, uh, like they've been catching these serial killers? Yeah. And, and well, could you narrow it down to a certain number of people. If anybody in his family has sent off to 23andMe mm-hmm. some of their spit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the way they're going to be solving every freaking crime here pretty soon. I'll, I'll tell you what, my my beloved hobby of licking stamps for other people has got to come to an end now. <laughs> right? Just right. people approach me. Hey, can you lick the stamp? Oh, I got you. Can I, I lick the taste. Can I lick that for you? <laughs> I can't do that anymore. Uh, John Doe warrants actually took off in 1999 when uh, Milwaukee County DA became one of the first prosecutors in the nation to file one based on the DNA. But won't we pretty soon have a? Uh, a family member or two from so many different strains of DNA. Exactly. So you can nail down practically anybody. As the fabulous Anne-Marie Schubert of Sacramento County in California did with her investigators to nail down the uh, East Area Rapist slash Golden State Killer uh, monster. So, um, yeah, so this is a coming thing. And and with as you point out, with the databases now as thorough as they are, I mean, if you got a shred of it or, you know, you got any DNA? And at what point? It's only a matter of time. And at what point do they take it from us, whether we want it or not, and collect it, store it? Uh, I, it's uh, there's already noises about that. Anybody arrested has to give a DNA sample, which is a little How about just when you're born. Well, right. Yeah. They just they just do a little swabby swab, and we're all in the big government computer. Everybody, every man, woman, child in the country, every single crime that's committed, they they they, they nail it down in like five minutes. It is so time to reanimate Orwell and ask him what he thinks. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, we got a caravan of thousands heading to the U.S.-Mexico border. We're going to revisit GOP gubernatorial candidate John Cox's comments on California's growing fire, danger, and we remember the bunny ranch owner, Dennis Hall. <laughs> Do we remember? Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Looking through this list of the world's best workplaces, Salesforce San Francisco being number one. Workplace. Just place to hang out and do your job. A number of these uh, around the world, it's about being able to bring your pet to work. Never understood how that works. 
Because I just I haven't been around that many dogs that tolerate all other dogs. Right. I think that's kind of the uh, that's the bar you got to leap over. <laughs> I guess your dog's got to be compatible with the uh, other dogs. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I want to bring Baxter in just so you can all meet him, but I think uh, dogs have been banned here. Yeah, I've wanted to bring in yeah. Bianca because you've never seen a dog that big in your life. Yeah, and it'd just be pretty entertaining. <laughs> It's a very, very nice, gentle dog. She well, is. I say we uh, f- we pretend to be some sort of activists on the issue. I'll yeah. say I need Bianca for my anxiety. Right, right. Then what are you going to do? And his anxiety freaks me out. Sure. So I need my dog. And then perfect. News now with Marsha Phillips. Well, heading off a caravan, President Trump threatened in a tweet last night to cut off all aid to Honduras, Guatemala, and El Salvador if they allow a caravan of some 2,000 migrants that is heading north towards the U.S. border to pass through their country. Guatemala. How, how long a walk is that, since most of them are walking? We're looking at the video right now. Well, it's many hundreds of miles. Yes. Uh, we got a v- copy of the, this video of the the caravan approaching the border security. It's at uh, armstrongandgetty.com. Yeah, right. remember they're activist groups, and I think they'd probably jump back on the buses for the long haul. But look at that. Thousands and thousands of people at a, at a ramshackle, third-worldy border station. Yeah. All making their way to El Norte, where, you know, we're supposed to let everybody in? I guess. A group growing uh, growing larger and larger as it's uh, moved north with people joining all along the way. They say they're viewing it as a strength in numbers protection from criminal gangs who prey on those trying to get to the uh, U.S. I can oh, understand that. Plenty yeah. of truth to that, yeah. 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 It's horrific what the, the, the migrant folks undergo. That doesn't mean we need to let them in. And once again, they will be approaching. I don't have any time uh, timeline on when they're expected to actually reach the U.S.-Mexico border at this point, but they are on the way. Republican gubernatorial candidate John Cox took aim at his opponent, Gavin Newsom, on a number of issues, including California's explosion of increasingly destructive wildfires. Cox telling Armstrong and Getty earlier this morning. For years, the political class and people like Gavin Newsom have prevented... The uh, any kind of forest management. And Cox says while Democrats have been willing to go ahead and spend money on things like the bullet train. Cal Fire is still flying uh, helicopters that have bullet holes from Vietnam. So Is that know, literally uh, true? It is. It is. As far as California utilities shutting off power for fear that arcing lines will set off wildfires, Cox says PG&E is a contributor to Newsom. So the utility's been getting all kinds of breaks when really... This wouldn't be that big of an issue if we managed these forests, if we cleared out the dead trees, if we cleared out the brush, if we built fire breaks so that we could stop a fire before it got out of hand. That's all fine. I'm voting Democrat because they give me stuff. Signed the electorate. (laughs) GOP gubernatorial candidate. And I heard the racists. And I didn't like George Bush. John Cox. P.S. Senator Dianne Feinstein and fellow Democrat Kevin DeLeon are set to face off in their only scheduled debate-slash-discussion. The event today is Feinstein's first appearance... I knew Harding, and you're no Harding. <laughs> oh, boy. It's That's a, a shot at her age, I think. It's her first That's appearance... only because she's ancient. It's her, <laughs> it's her first appearance with an election opponent since 2000. The nonpartisan Public Policy Institute of California is going to be hosting the event where the uh, moderator will ask the two candidates questions and try to limit their engagement with one another. 
Uh, hmm, I thought that's what a debate was. Well, it's Is a that debate. to protect the old gal? I mean, her performance with the, we didn't leak this. Did we leak this? Did I even ask if we leaked this? At the Kavanaugh You thing? already asked you us. You already I, asked I us. I already asked And we them. said no. They said no. <laughs> you, could, <laughs> you could practically see the strings attached to her lips and limbs that her staff was playing. Oh, that's too far. Too far. Disrespectful. Uh, Kevin DeLeon, I disagree with about almost everything. Uh, but I believe he could really run rings around Grandma Feinstein. If if they went at each other, they're going to limit engagement at the debate. Yes. Okay. The event's going to be held in San Francisco. It'll be available online at noon. No statewide TV coverage at all. Wow! You oh. got to go to a website. That's wild. Meanwhile, the owner of and the- they're both Democrats, so you can't yeah. say you know it's yeah. it's media bias right. or anything. Meanwhile, the owner of Nevada's famous Moonlight Buddy Ranch is dead at the age of 72. Dennis Hoff reportedly passed away yesterday morning at his brothel near Carson City. Hoff, also the Republican nominee, was expected to win a seat rather in the Nevada Assembly next month. He would have been the first brothel owner ever elected to the state legislature in the modern era. Well... Hoff's body was found by porn star Ron Jeremy, who apparently was a close friend of Mr. Hoff. What a fitting end. I wonder what those brothels are like. I just, I don't know. And I've always wondered, because I'd seen that TV show before. Right. They got cameras there. What's that all about? Well, if you sign a release, I think, mm. to produce the show. I don't think generally speaking. Although they probably have security cameras. Oh, they'd have to, I, I would assume. What, did you have to sign a bunch of forms? I don't know. Releases like you're going skydiving or something? <laughs> you realize you could be injured during this. Yes. And you consent to X, Y, and Z. Initial, and initial, right. initial. Right. right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I uh, knew Microbes, someone... uh, including but not exclusively, uh, you know, chlamydia, et cetera, et cetera. Although I know the, they test the gals assiduously. And remember, it's known that intercourse can cause cancer in California. That's right. And I will but tell we're you, in Nevada, so go at it. <laughs> I will tell you this. I knew someone who visited the Buddy Ranch at a certain time and uh, said you could uh, go in and just uh, sit at the bar and have a beer and uh, look around, and you didn't necessarily have to uh, partake. Just sure. a really expensive bar, probably. It was a very expensive bar, I've been told. And am I correct that Mr. Hoff actually owned a, a number of houses of ill repute? That is what correct? I hear. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Anyway, that's your He news. had to be quite wealthy, didn't he? I think he did pretty well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he also had wrote the book, "The Art of the Pimp," and he had the reality TV show mm-hmm. and his other business enterprises. Why did we interview him a couple of times? He weighed in on a couple of stories because <laughs> the microphones were plugged in and he <laughs> sprinted towards no, them. But the reason we had him <laughs> oh, on was oh, there was see. there was some he knocked story. Down an old lady on his way to the microphone. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. He was in the news a handful of different times right. um, for various Tiger. He employed Tiger Woods. Uh, uh, Paramore briefly, it could then ended just, up bad mouthing her. Yeah, I know he did a, a media kind of roundtable when he, or not roundtable, that's the wrong thing, but to promote his show, the show that you were talking right, about, the, right. the, the Maybe it was documentary. That. Hey, it was, I just found his interview actually. Seriously? It's titled Virgin Auction Interviews. Oh, but, that's oh, right. right. Yeah, because that was a hot story because that woman was going to auction off her virginity. Yeah, that was years ago. Yeah. Yeah, he. He and I wouldn't have a lot in common, morally speaking, uh, but he was a charming guy. Yeah. I mean, he was uh, a great interview and uh hell of a sense of humor and the rest of it. He married? <laughs> Not that I, I know doubt of. it. 
That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. Here I'm starting to get a show, The Conscience of the Nation. He was a procurer of flesh. Right. He, he tended to be with one of the people there, and that would be kind of the top girl, and she would room with him. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I don't know how you would be in that business and not almost every woman that worked for you, you'd get to know a little bit and find out they got a really troubled life. I think you'd have to have very little or no conscience. You'd just not care. Or you think you're doing them some good. Take them under your wing, etc. Yeah, I suppose you could ma- rationalize it with, it's safe here. I'm not I'm not going to treat anybody bad or steal from them or beat them or anything. I'm mentoring them. I teach them uh, financial management yes. skills. You're jumping through some hoops to uh, come to that conclusion. I'm just saying it's possible. I doubt you get a lot of perfectly sane, stable, had a nice upbringing, non-drug addicted, right. non-abused women coming to work for you. I doubt that happens much. I could be wrong. Our text line's 415-295-KFTC. You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. In environmental news, according to a new, uh, according to new research, heat waves and drought brought about by climate change could damage the barley crop supply, leading to a dramatic shortage of beer. Yeah, yeah. Just when things have started looking up for Brett Kavanaugh. Hey now. Hey now. Yeah. Um, sales that was so last week. Salesforce named the number one workplace in the world, according to Forbes magazine. Somebody here who works there uh, says, and based in San Francisco, for those of you who don't know that, um, you, it's a zero-conflict workplace. I'm sorry, where is? Salesforce. Salesforce? Hire me, I'll change it. Cannot, yeah. You cannot even... That's stupid. Now you got conflict. You cannot even raise your voice. If you do raise your voice, there are Zen timeout rooms to calm down. This is how I always talk. <laughs> it actually is. You're very loud. It's like that Will Ferrell character on Saturday Night Live last year. I cannot control the volume of my voice. <laughs> the Zen timeout room, man. I'd be in there a lot. Yeah, yeah, I'm a- I'll agitate it again. Yeah, I'm pretty angry. I'm going to be in there for about, I don't know, an hour and a half until my phone goes off. A zero-conflict workplace. Wow. That's interesting. I thought that a lot of successful places you like tried to create conflict, you different different points of view and have them argue it out. I suppose you could do that without raising your voice. Sure. Light without heat mm. is what some uh, counselors call it. Um, a, a lot of people have uh, money in the stock market, 401k or whatnot. What's our one-word market update? Uh, the market is fine. Okay, cool. Fine, fine is good. It's fine. fine is good. So we were just talking about the death, death of Mr. Hoff, who ran several of the most well-known brothels in the world. Um... Uh, he died yesterday. Uh, we had a one-word review for a brothel. Someone uh, who's been to one of these. Uh, Mo- moist. Oh, oh boy. my God. Oh, oh golly. Oh, I needed not... to hear that. That is uh, no, no. Unless you're uh, reviewing a layer cake, that's not a good word. This for person, really almost anything. This person who has been uh, to to some of his establishments said the brothels had a particular scent. Not bad. Not good. Just a scent. It was the specific sense of they're trying to cover up something bad. 
It's, it's yes. Like, this yes. has been covered up in some way. Huh. <laughs> yes, I don't know what that is. Right. It's like the car with way too much uh, deodorizer in there, like the truck I bought. I don't know what they're doing in there, but they weren't proud of it because they unleashed a hell of a lot of that stuff. You got some Saudi reporter in there. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know about that. Perhaps it was just cigarettes. <laughs> I do not know. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> And a couple of people who knew Dennis Hoff and uh, and uh, said he was a nice guy, but I don't doubt he was a nice guy. It's just a yeah. heck of a way to make a living. Yeah. And yeah. I I think while you could start, if you're just going to be like you know sexual about it, you could start with okay, I'm going to be in a business where I'm going to be around a lot of young, attractive women who are going to have sex with me. I think he'd get the for me anyway. I think he'd get to know them at all and find out they had a tragic upbringing or they're addicts of some sort or whatever, and the sexiness would go out of it really damn fast. Yeah. But that's just me. Yeah, yeah. Well, it depends on your conscience. Sure. Honestly, some people lack compassion for other human beings, and I think it would make it easier to do the work. Or sometimes you have it kind of beaten out of you after a while. Yeah. You just don't care. You secretly want your coworkers to suffer. Oh, so I've heard. <laughs> Zero conflict workplace. If anybody knows more about that, text us or send us an email. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. I know we've got a lot of Salesforce workers. If it's the number one workplace in the world, according to Forbes, I'd kind of like to know more about it. Maybe we can do more of that around here. Sure. Make people a little happier instead of walking around with your head down, grim. <laughs> Muttering, plotting. Plotting. Every time we leave the room. <laughs> exactly. Uh, speaking of conflict, the one between Gavin Newsom, pretty pretty Gavin Newsom, and John Cox appears to be somewhat one-sided. According to a USC LA Times poll, uh, they got Newsom up by 23 points, according to my mathematical uh, figurings, Oof. which is the biggest number. Yeah, I find that somewhat uh, that's disconcerting. Why, but... And that's why he's acting like the race isn't even going on. Why... Right. All he can do is screw it up, yep. I think, at this point. Yep. Oddly enough, a lot of the policies that Mr. Cox is in favor of poll very nicely. But people won't dare uh, vote for an R. Interesting. Here's your host, Joe Getty. <laughs> Let's get a final thought from everybody to end the show. What do you think about that? Wouldn't that be fun? Positive Sean, what's your final thought? You foolish, foolish Canucks. Pot is legal now. Why are my Canadian pot stocks going down? This makes no sense, Canada. <laughs> Get your act together. Nice. Hey, uh, Marshall Phillips, what's your final thought? Well, I tell you, what a great week. Mega Millions rolls over now to an $868 million jackpot, and it turns out that a ticket bought at a San Francisco Safeway supermarket had five of the six numbers worth almost $2 million, and it was bought by a young clerk who works at that market. Mm. Boy, as you were checking off those numbers, one the same, two the same, three the four, five, you'd be, oh my God, you'd wet yourself. Yeah. It's even better than that. He was so busy at work, he had to have co-workers check out the ticket, and that's how he found out he won. Mm. And how much did he win? Almost two million bucks. If I'm checking out your ticket, you're coming back with a different ticket. Yeah, here's your ticket. (laughs) Sorry, this one was uh, no good. (laughs) It's a tough game. Mike Langslow, final thought. Uh, Power companies, they will keep the power on, except during the following conditions. Partly cloudy skies, Humidity is above 53%. Thunderstorms within 75 miles and full moons. Very good.
Jack, do you have a final thought? Full Moon reminds me, for some reason, went through a long list last night with my son of how you kill various things. <laughs> Werewolf, silver bullet, <gasps> uh, vampire stake, wooden stake through the heart. Oh Witches, it seems just be pour water on them, that sort of thing. He's really wanting to nail down how you kill these things before we get to Halloween. Wow. Wow, did you get into Saudi journalists? Oof. My final thought is I vowed to dye my black lab blonde and have him be a yellow lab for Halloween. <laughs> I've decided I'm going <laughs> to dye the front third of him blonde, leave the middle half of him a third black, and then the uh, dip the last third in chocolate. Neapolitan <laughs> lab. See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Bye-bye. I feel great. We just made history. Who else gets to make history like this? We just did it. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.